Welcome to the Wish Well Podcast, a women's integrative summit on health and wellness. A podcast hosted by Dr. Michelle Dang, a board-certified anesthesiologist and pain management physician with additional fellowship training in integrative medicine. This podcast will feature weekly episodes with women from all walks of life discussing their health and wellness journeys. Hi everyone, it's Dr. Michelle Dang with the Wishwell Podcast. I'm bringing to you episode 26, Freedom with Tyler Gravely. I think that her story is so special and I really enjoyed chatting with her. And she actually has a podcast herself. It's called The Pollen Show and she talks about meditation. And I think this is a great podcast to listen to. I encourage you all to go check her out. She gives little tips and tricks and interviews some great people. And I think that me, myself, personally, I need meditation so much. And uh, whether it's breathing or listening to guided meditation or even praying sometimes, I think especially during this time where there is no normal, I think that meditation has been super helpful for me, especially when I'm feeling particularly overwhelmed or stressed or sad. So definitely check her out. And I will tell you um, in the episode as well how she and I met. We actually met in San Antonio where she still lives. I was there for a year during my fellowship and she was my medical device rep. And I followed her throughout the years. And uh, when she made the transition into the yoga world and meditation, I definitely tried to support her as much as I could virtually or, you know, from afar. So I really hope that you enjoy this episode. And remember, if you like what you're listening to, please head over to iTunes if that's what you're listening through and leave me a rating and review um, or send me a comment on my website or on Instagram or on our webpage. Um, so a little bit about Tyler. She is a native Texan. She loves pancakes. She's a spirit explorer and an okay meditation advocate, which I think is so cute. She is a founder of the pollen show podcast, where she explains how to obtain peace of mind, gain energy, improve health and relationships through easy to understand mindful conversations. With her voice, she serves truth, compassion, and empathy. She instantly connects with all of her listeners' needs, and she believes that each and every person can overcome the obstacles that get in the way of daily meditation, opening the door to more freedom to live a life that they love. When she's not creating or discussing her love for meditation, she walks her dogs, bakes cookies, and loves to be outside on the ranch with her cows. She is a 200-hour yoga teacher trainer, um, Koru certified meditation teacher, and she has a bachelor's in biology, master's in health administration. She's a seven year yoga and meditation instructor and trained with Baron Baptiste. You could find out more information about Tyler on her podcast, which is the pollen show, and it is available on all the listening platforms and also on Instagram at the show. Again, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I really love talking to Tyler. And if you didn't know, she did interview me on her podcast as well. So if you want to hear a little bit more about me and my story, if you haven't heard enough already, head over to The Pollen Show and find me on her podcast. Other than that, take care. I will see you next week. Stay safe and stay healthy. 
Hi everyone, it's Dr. Michelle Dang with the Wishwell Podcast. I'm here today with Tyler Gravely. So a little funny story about Tyler and I, we actually met probably eight or nine years ago, maybe even longer. I was in San Antonio doing my fellowship and she was actually one of my reps there, my medical device rep. And um, I think we kind of just kept in touch over social media over the years. And I kind of saw that she had shifted and, and was transitioning to doing something, some amazing things. And so we'll talk about that in today's podcast. But um, well, Welcome, Tyler. How are you? Hi, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me on your show. So excited to have you here. I'm so excited for you to talk about your journey. So tell us a little bit about your health and wellness journey and a couple words or phrases. For me, my health and wellness journey, if I can come up with two words, um, it would be freedom and that it's not been easy. Awesome. So definitely want to hear your story. So why did you pick those words? Tell us a little bit about yourself. So um, I have a background in biology, which is how I met you. And I rolled up into the hospital. Um, <laughs> my former career was in medical device sales. And um, I married my high school sweetheart. When I met you, I was transitioning through a divorce and realized that I didn't know myself and I had never had the opportunity to be a kid and really understand who I was and I someone mentioned to me like you really gonna love yoga you should try yoga and all of a sudden I'm in love with this practice I can't stop going I'm like obsessed with it and I want to know anything and everything and it's so funny that I didn't tell you this um I, I really thought that by doing like three months of yoga that I was going to change my whole life and I uh, would get my shit together and then I would be fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then here we are. Let's see, I started that in 2012 and I'm still like, oh man, I need more yoga in my life. Yeah. So yeah. that is so funny. So um, yeah, I started um, with Lululemon and just really indulging myself in this practice, uh, silent meditation retreats, just trying to understand anything and everything about myself. I became this like self-development junkie and just really, really wanting to understand everything and anything about me so that I could really understand people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's funny, um, you know, yoga came to me at a difficult time in my life too. So um, I think it definitely is a process. And like you said, it's not something that you just do for a few months and then you've achieved everything. <laughs> So it's much more than that, right? Absolutely. Um, so tell me, so you said the word freedom. So how does that relate to your yoga practice? And uh, so at the time that you started your yoga journey, um, I know you mentioned that you were kind of in between things in terms of your job. Did you just go full force into this yoga? Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I had to, um, I started with Bikram yoga, which is a super hot yoga. And that word can be very triggering for a lot of people, but I didn't know any different. I thought yoga was, that was, I mean, I didn't know that there was like a hundred different types of mm -hmm. yoga. And so, um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, Oh, Bikram yoga. I do yoga. You know, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. And, um, I actually am a very stubborn per person by nature. And so it takes almost getting the crap beat out of me to really make me see like hey hello like Tyler wake up kind of thing mm -hmm. um and so I was just going to that hot room I, I can remember going twice a day it was like my saving grace to just go and like I remember at the end experiencing quote-unquote freedom like mm -hmm. wow like there's this piece here that I didn't know that I could 
do for myself. Mm-hmm. And so um, then I, I was like, oh, this isn't the only yoga that's out there. Like there's other types of yoga. And so I just got into all kinds of different yoga and just wanted to know anything and everything about every single practice. Um, just complete indulgence, right? And, um, you know, it, it just provided this aspect that I had no idea that I could provide. Um, I'm a very emotional person by nature. And so by being emotional, it has this roller coaster. And I had to learn how to get off this roller coaster. Like, how do I not feel everything? Because if I walk into a room, and that's one thing about medical device is like you're walking into so many different physician rooms and each physician has their own personality and you have to know where to stand and like what to say and how to say it. So I kind of took that with me into yoga going, okay, like that person needs this right now and that person needs that right now. But really in reality, it wasn't until I learned so much more about myself that I had this freedom to be me and to like just be with people, right? And not judge them or... Well, shit, I still judge, but you know what I mean? Like, it just, it's human nature to do so. So it was like, wow, I can really relate. Like, that happened to me. So when I say it wasn't easy, it wasn't easy to always look at all these aspects of myself. And then it, once I did, it's like all this freedom in it that it doesn't hurt me anymore. So how did you decide to do the training and become a yoga teacher as opposed to just doing the practice yourself so I'm just one of those people that in it I want to go and learn something and I want to know more about it and then if I'm going to be doing that then I want to know how to teach it and it's so funny when I went on this 10-day silent meditation retreat I never thought that I would be teaching meditation like that was actually one of the things that I just wanted to go and experience for myself. And then when I was there, I was like, wow, I really want to be able to learn how to teach this. Whereas yoga was like, I, I knew for my heart that like, I wanted to go and learn and teach it to people because I knew there was people out there that had gone through a divorce and were just there. I couldn't be the only feely person in the world. There's no way. And I run into, and it's, it seems like uh, when I meet other yoga people by nature, they're been through something hard and they can read a room and everything comes and all the feelings get thrown at them. Right. And so they're like, Whoa, how do I handle all of this? So it just seems like that I knew from the start that I wanted to teach that. You know, it's funny because you, you talked about doing the silent meditation. I think for many people, meditating is so difficult and so challenging just because you really have to go inwards. Whereas with the practice of yoga, people tend to think of it as, you know, just that physical practice when it's so much more. Um, so talk to us about how you found meditation, specifically silent meditation. That's hard. <laughs> Um, and what made you decide to, to pursue that route? I, I think this is such a cool story because when I went to my 10 day silent meditation retreat, I had only, and I share this in my podcast, I had only been meditating for about 10 minutes every day. Like someone just said, you know, just try 10 minutes a day. And I couldn't sit. Like I would just lay in my bed. It would be right before bed. I turn on my timer and I would just lay there like in Shavasana okay, I'm, I'm making time for myself. And then 
holy crap, I go to this like 10 day silent retreat and people were like, you're here for what? <laughs> I remember people were like, whoa, what are you doing here? Um, and I also can, I can, re I can tell you that for me, when I first started yoga, you couldn't have paid me a million dollars to sit because I was just so up in my head. Like there was, if somebody would have said like, here, you should meditate and let me pay you a million dollars to do so, I would have failed. I would just, it would not have worked. And so it wasn't until like, I don't know what it is about meditation, but it's, I, from the, the feedback I get, it's scary, right? You're going to sit with yourself and you don't know what's going to happen and what, like, why are we so scary? Like, what is it about meditation that's like, oh, I don't know what's in my head. Like, oh, I can't do that. I hear that all the time. And really, in reality, meditation can be so many different things, but it can start with yoga. It can start with moving. Um, that is a moving meditation in itself. And then you can come to sit. And when you realize that it's not as scary and you just put it into your like daily habit, you'll start to crave it. You'll start to want it to, to know how to create this. Just, it's like a blank slate. It's like I get an opportunity to start over after every sit and I don't sit for very long. I, I, I really keep it to about 10 to 15 minutes every day because it's just, if I do any more than that, I get too deep, right? Too deep into my head, too deep into myself. I'm a very thoughtful person. So then I start to like, feel like I'm touching the other side and then it just gets all crazy and I get scared and I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> like, I don't need to go that deep. That's too far. Um, we just need to go about this deep, you know, just to clear the, the brain, get the heart right and then move on. So. Mm -hmm. So how did you feel after your 10 day silent meditation? I mean, I've, I've heard from people who've done it, that it's, it's life-changing. It's, it's absolutely life-changing. Um, it was so difficult because in the beginning, uh, you start to feel the energy of the day. So I started silent retreat on a Saturday on Monday. I was like, okay, I should be doing something like I should be at work. I, I think they might need me. We had no internet, nothing. And I'm like, I'm just cringing, right? I start crying. I'm just like all over the place. And I just want to be doing something, but I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting. So it's so frustrating because you're like, I'm not getting anywhere. And so like, <laughs> I remember at noon, they would say like, hey, you can ask us anything. And I remember the guy, I'm telling him the exact same thing I'm telling you right now. And he's like, I'm so sorry you feel frustrated. And it was like the first time that someone ever just told me they were sorry for me feeling frustrated in my whole life. And I was like, what? Oh, okay, thanks. You know, and like, it just let me kind of accept that I was feeling frustrated. Like, oh, you're right, I am frustrated. And then as the days went on, it just got easier. And by the 10th day, I didn't honestly want to come out of it. Like I didn't want to talk because it was so peaceful and it was so nice. And it was just like, I had created this soft little bubble for myself. And I remember <clears throat> having to come back into the real world. And I don't know if other people have experienced this, but when you come back, it's so, we're so overstimulated. And you don't realize how overstimulated we are until you go into something like that. And I had to get groceries because I didn't have anything. I'd been gone for two weeks and I go in HEB and I'm freaking out. Like 
the store, I mean, there's people everywhere and there's music and there's like, come shoppers and buy blah, blah, blah. I mean, there's like intercom. <laughs> and I, I literally remember just leaving my cart in the middle of the aisle. And I'm like, I have to get out of here. It was like, eh, eh, like red lights going off. And I was like, that was too soon. Like I, that was so fast. And so it took me a little while, probably about two months, honestly, to come out of that because you're just in this like sacred bubble. Like you're mm-hmm. in a safe space. And you're like, wow, like the world is really can be this peaceful. It's like what we create and you acknowledge that. And then it's, you finally come out of it and you're like, oh, all right, you want to go shopping? Like, what do you want to do? <laughs> yeah. So, like, like, it sounds like, like a very quick transition yeah. back to the real yeah. world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's really interesting. Just the whole idea of the silent meditation and it goes back to the word that you pegged one of the words freedom, because it sounds like, you know, doing this meditation retreat allowed you to get freedom from your own self-limitations and whatever you were going through prior. Um, So I think that's an incredible process that you went through. Um, So I want to transition, and I know that that you have your own podcast now. So tell us a little bit about how you decided to start a podcast and what your journey was through that. So I... For about uh, almost like a year ago, I decided that um, I wanted to do a podcast and I love talking to people and I really wanted to emphasize this whole other aspect that meditation isn't, uh, it's just, I get so frustrated that it's not just sitting and like being peaceful. It, it is, but anybody can do it and you can do it at any time, any place and it, in the real life in like real world when you're not in that sacred bubble, life is, is complicated, you know, especially uh, right now, or even before COVID, like you're driving to work. I mean, it's just all thing all the time, things are getting thrown at you. And it's so easy to find peace, but it doesn't have to just be this, like, I'm this perfect person. I'm just going to sit here and it's going to be amazing. Like that <laughs> doesn't happen. That does mm-hmm. not happen. So um, to your point, I, I think, you know, I'm sorry, I like forgot your question because I was thinking about that. <laughs> Creating the pollen, the pollen show, your podcast. Yeah, so here, here we are, year, a year later, and I, I, wouldn't, I was so terrified to get down, sit down, and I tried to sit down and talk, and I just couldn't do it. Like, it just, I, I don't, I was, I'm honestly terrified, terrified me to death to be this vulnerable and put something out there. Um, it's so funny because I, I have seemed to do it for so many different companies and I've been number one and I've made people so much money, but like when it comes to myself, I've had the hardest time sitting down and trying to make and build something that I really, truly want to do. So finally, this, this is like a blessing in disguise. COVID-19 hits. Um, I was initially supposed to go to LA to work with this uh, coach named Kathy Heller and I was like, okay, I'm going to figure it all out there and feel, figure out why I'm not being vulnerable. Like, why am I not putting it out there? And that got canceled. And so it's kind of like a kick in the ass, like, Tyler, you can do this. You can, you can talk to people. And so I got um, my microphone that I had bought, <laughs> figured out all the technology stuff, which is so, that's super frustrating, right? That's a huge block for most people that you can't even get the computer to work and figure all that out. 
So I've been um, there. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I give up, like, you know, but you can't give up because like, there's nothing else to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we're home. What else am I going to do? So it was kind of like, I had nothing else to do. There was no reason to feel frustrated. Like just, you have all the time in the world to figure out anything you want to do. Mm-hmm. So I kind of closed myself off for a few days and just went through all my yoga notes, all my meditation notes, all my journals, and was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And I already have it all here for the last eight years. Why am I not sharing this? You wanted, and it was almost like I couldn't not, not share it. That's mm-hmm. like, I read a book about business. It's like, when you feel at what point that you, it's just coming and spewing out of you, that's when you know you have to start because it's just like, you can't stop it anymore. So I got busy and I figured out that I wanted to pollinate the world with good. So I called it the pollen show. Mm-hmm. And so I've just been interviewing people on what yoga and meditation looks like to them so that people realize that the journey is so different and it's not the myths that are out there about it. Yeah. And I mean, the journey is, um, individualized. Everybody's journey is different. Mm -hmm. And to your point, what you're talking about earlier in terms of the fears and being vulnerable, I mean, we chatted a little bit before we started recording and I can totally empathize. It's really hard putting yourself out there just with, I personally just have fears of people not really wanting to listen to what I have to say. Um, But at the end of the day, um, if I can, I just put it into perspective. And if I can just reach one or even two people, then I mean, it's all worth it. So I think that uh, what your message you're bringing to everybody is um, great. And I think that there are people who do need to hear it and would love to hear what you have to say. Thank you. You're welcome. So tell me your other word was that it's not easy. So what are some of the challenges that you face in your own personal journey? I know we yeah. talked about it a little bit. <laughs> I know, you know, truth, uh, truth of yourself and truth in general isn't always fun to look at. Like just sitting there and we've all created, I created stories about myself that are untrue and it came from childhood and then it came from teenage years. And it's, it's never been fun to look back at it and go, Oh, why did I do that? Or why did I say that? Or you know, it it was like, I wanted, and I'm a perfectionist. So I wanted to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to have this perfect upbringing. And I wanted to have this perfect life. And then I, I wanted like, find out that I wasn't, my marriage wasn't working, or that my life wasn't working the way Mm -hmm. it was like, that's why it's, it's not easy to have to look at that stuff. Especially when someone's giving you feedback, like, Tyler, your life's not working for you, you know, um, this isn't, this isn't fun. And I think yoga and meditation, when you sit in it and you really work on it and you're in it every day and you're doing, when you're doing the work, no matter what that looks like, if you're just going to work out every day, things are going to come up and you're going to say, I don't know if I like that about myself. Mm-hmm. And then realize, okay, I'm going to befriend that aspect of myself because when you befriend it, it becomes easy. Mm-hmm. But when we resist it and we judge it and we're just looking at ourselves in disgust it's it's so much harder and it's it's just it's one of those things that that I want people to go like I I was such an advocate like I'm like let's do this let's look at it like we're gonna be so fun but it's not fun (laughs) 
it takes like, being uncomfortable. Yeah. You have to get uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 For sure. So do you have any advice for women um, who are struggling or had similar experiences as you have had? Do you have any advice for them? You know, I saw this question and I, I, I this is a toughie because I, I have to self-talk myself every day. Like I, I see my thoughts and my doubts and my fears and my anxieties and they're, even though I'm here, right? And I'm happy, probably the most happy I've been in my whole life. It's such, I, I have to, every second of every day, have to, to talk to my brain, like, mm -mm, we're not going there. Mm -mm. It's like an actual, it's like work every second of every day. And there's been so many moments in this journey, right? That I didn't want to be here anymore. Like the guy broke up with me. Um, I lost friends. I've lost studios and it was like it tore me up it mm -hmm. tore me up and I felt like I just want to die like I just give up because this is bullshit mm -hmm. and I know what that feels like and it sounds so cliche because people would tell me when I was in those moments like it's going to get better and you you don't believe it like <laughs> mm -hmm. I didn't believe it I'm like mm -mm, this can't this is the worst it's ever been um and, you know, it really, truly, it does get better. Almost makes me want to cry. Like the way that my life is built now, like it just took so much. Mm -hmm. And you have to stay in that work and you have to trust, trust that it's going to work out and don't give up because it really does get better. That sounds so stupid. Like I, I know when you're in it, you don't want it. It's hear hard that. to see past that. Yep. Yeah. I know you don't want to hear that, but I promise it does. Yeah. And I mean, in order to get to the other side of it, you just have to go through it. There's, there's no yeah. way around it and there's no easy way, you know, and, and, um, it is about the journey and it's, I think I've said it in probably every episode I've recorded that it is about trusting the process and the journey. And, um, and I think yoga and meditation and all of that helps us get through it and it helps us <laughs> to get, be okay with being uncomfortable with certain aspects of our lives. Yeah, um, for sure. Well, I loved and I, I love talking to you and catching up with you, Tyler. Can you tell us how we can uh, reach you and information about your podcast as well? Yeah, so it's so in the beginning. I have an Instagram. It's um, at the dot pollen dot show, and that is where I hang out the most because it's the most um, user friendly for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that is where you can find me. You can find me on all the podcasts um outlets anyone that you listen to called the pollen show and i uh, i release episodes every monday and then i sporadically have incorporated bonus meditations in there as well awesome i mean that would be such a great resource for so many of us out there so thank you so much for sharing your time with me today i'm looking forward to checking out your podcast and seeing all that you have to offer you know in the future as well thank you again thank tyler you so much. No, this was so much you. fun. It All was. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Take care. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wish Well podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please subscribe and follow along every week for new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at wishwell.health and at our website, 
wishwell.health.blog. Until next time, I wish you health and I wish you wellness. Thank you.